Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athlete radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis, the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And our guest today is a good friend of mine all the way from not really Seattle, more Bellevue, right? Is that where you live? It's actually, now that I'm married, it's Woodenville. That's right. Oh, yeah, Woodenville. So yeah. that's a little more north and a little more west or east up there. So Peter yes. De La Rosa, Coach Pete De La Rosa. Peter, great to have you on the show today. Thanks for taking time to be on the Harder Athlete today. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. I'm just thankful to God to be here. And you're down here in Idaho this week um, for a big tournament, a big wrestling tournament over in Nampa. And uh, it's, uh, gosh, what, four days 3,000 plus wrestlers, right, from all over, right? Yeah, 3,500 wrestlers from all over, um, you know, because of the restrictions of, of what's going on in, in our area. Um, the wrestlers are taking advantage of it. So it's a lot more um, more than just regional now, like it normally would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually this tournament is in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And now this year it happens to be in Boise. Wow. So how many uh, wrestlers and and uh, and and families from all over, right? Where, where, where have you seen besides Idaho, Oregon, and Washington? Where, where else are these kids coming from? Well, I know some, um, a couple of young ladies that are coming from California, uh-huh. and um, they actually don't have a coach, so um, we're going to coach them <laughs> while they're wow. up here. So, um, and that was through a friend of ours, a mutual friend, Jose Campos, uh-huh. um, who connected us. And oh, that's great. That's just how the body of Christ works. Wow. So, and, and for our listeners, Peter, you're, you're on staff with FCA. You're doing, uh, 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 more FCA wrestling, sports specific ministry in the sport of wrestling. It's because you were a wrestler and you coached, right? How long did you coach? I coached for 11 years. Okay. 11 years. And, um, and I, I do, I still do a couple of, uh, area high schools, Uh um, which are phenomenal to Cedar Crest and Woodenville high school. And um, they're, the children there are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But my focus and my love, um, other than the Lord and my wife, is the sport of wrestling. Wow. Wow, that's great. I've got relatives in Bothell and Linwood area, so just right next door to where you're at. So That's awesome. Well, that's cool. Well, Peter, I know you and I, that's one thing that bonds us is uh, not only our love for the Lord, for Jesus, but also the fact that we're in uh, both wrestlers and we're former wrestlers, uh, we both coached. We've done ministry with wrestling, and um, I know it's it's brought a special friendship with us. And I just want to tell you thank you publicly, um, just for just being an awesome brother in the Lord and and linking arms uh, in this ministry of SCA to coaches and athletes, and specifically to wrestlers, wrestling coaches and wrestlers. So so thank you so much, Peter. No, thank you, and I want to publicly and just thank you for. Um, You've always loved me because of me. The love that you have given, Ken, literally frees me up to be everything that God wants me to be. Mm -hmm. That is the love of Christ. And I see that through you, and I feel that through you. Mm -hmm. Um, I never feel, when I'm around you, not enough. I always feel that I have someone who has my back. 
So I, I, I publicly want to say thank you. And I know I'm not the only one that you do that for. So thank you and thank God. Well, thank you. And, and you know, it's the Lord. I know it's the Lord in you working in you and, 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 and me, cause we're imperfect. We're left on our own. We are, you know, we don't measure up, do we? Apart and, from him, we can do nothing. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I know we don't always get to see each other. We we see each other at the state wrestling tournament usually in Idaho here because you like to come over for that. And you're, and I see your nephews and your brother at the Raleigh Lane tournament when they come down from Post Falls to wrestle down here. And and uh, and we see each other at FCA staff gatherings, but we didn't yeah. have our regional FCA staff gathering in May like we we have had normally in the fall. But this year we it was supposed to be in May and didn't have it, and we didn't have it. Haven't had it yet, have we? No. So you and I have to get together like things like, like this. Like this, absolutely. <laughs> That's a God thing, really. Yep. Well, folks, we um, um, I know Peter and I um, love being friends, and God's brought us together through different, you know, through wrestling and through FCA and our love for the Lord. But we also we want to talk about some of the things we just talked about, right, Pete, today. And I know there's lots of organizations out there. Um, both secular organizations, uh, businesses, and 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 Christian organizations and churches that are trying to figure out what to do with um, this racial, <laughs> these racial issues, right? And um, and many companies and organizations, churches, and 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 even nonprofits are trying to do different things to try to measure themselves up or bolster their their um, I don't know. What ministry. would you, yeah, their, their ministry or their purpose. If they're, if they're non-Christian organizations and, and businesses, they're just trying to be diverse, right? Both by, by skin color. Right. Yes. And, uh, and Peter, you have more melanin in your skin than I do, right? I am brown. Yes, I You're am. You're brown and I, I have less melanin in your skin, but we, we're the same. We're brothers and, and the Amen. Lord. And, uh, but I know it's a challenging thing, right? And, um, uh, and it, it, it's, it's, definitely an issue in sport it has been uh this summer this past summer and it's going into the fall and you know we see it in professional sports and people trying to make statements and all different kinds of things and uh, some things get um uh some things might be right on track biblically because i know that's our discussion right we're, yes. we're saying hey we don't want to as fca staff and as as former coaches and 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 dealing with coaches and athletes, we don't want to just follow what the world is doing, right? Um, we've had these discussions, and I, it seems it seems like you and I are like right right in sync with each other um, with this. But um, we don't want to follow the world, do we? On this, we want well. We've chosen to follow Christ when we decided we decided to follow Christ. And deny ourselves, right? And it has been a process. So, right, um, you know, the people that are making statements, you know, uh, that's where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, for yourself and for myself, just being together this this the last couple of days, God's given us a revelation, right? Um, right. And you know, through that revelation, it's the the love of Christ, mm-hmm. the love of Christ, and and that and that actually will probably say a good segue to go into the scripture, right? And and and, and so. And, and folks, so so what Peter and I are trying to say right here is that we could be following a lot of people. We could, and how we do ministry with FCA to different people, with two people of different amounts of melanin in their skin. Yes. But we, um, 
we want to stand on God's word. We want to go back to what the Bible says. We want to stand on the word of God and uh, we want our, we want to go to what Jesus said, right? Yes. So why don't you uh, tell us what we've been, <laughs> tell, why don't you share with the folks what we've been, what you and I've been talking about the last couple of days. So, you know, what God, because I'm Hispanic and then, you know, you don't know where to go. Um, I don't know if I should do this. I should do that. And, um, and the Lord just says, come follow me. I've, I've asked you to come follow me. So follow me in everything through the good and through the bad. I have you. Right. And, and so I was trying to understand him more and what better way, where to go, where to start is where Jesus commands us the new commandment that Jesus gave us for those that are believers in Jesus Christ. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, Mark 12, 29 through 31. Mm, I love this passage. And this was our camp theme, right? For FCA. Yeah. This last summer. Yes. Yes. Um, So I do the English standard version for those that are following. Um, Jesus answered. The most important is hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. That, that's just awesome. That you're focused on God. That's exactly, you don't see nothing else. You don't hear anything else. Mm-hmm. You just are focused on God. Mm-hmm. Then he says, the second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now here's the kicker on this. There is no other commandment hmm. greater than these. Right. And And so when we... When I was sharing with you what God has revealed to me through mm-hmm. the scripture, it's through the scripture, right. and it's not my opinion. Right. It's, it's just meditating on this right here. And it says to love, right? The second is to love your neighbor as yourself. Right. And it, it had me question myself. Do I truly love myself? Mm. Not in a weird way, mm-hmm. but do I love what God created? Right. Right. Let's go back that, that he created me. Right. My mom and dad, they were in the process, but God created me. It right. says that. Right. It says in Genesis one twenty seven that he created in his image mm-hmm. and in his likeness. Mm-hmm. So that goes back to the beginning of the scripture, right? To, to focus on the Lord, your God. Mm-hmm. You will focus on him. And this is my revelation. You're so focused on God that you will see you. Right. The good thing, the great things about who you are that he created you. Mm-hmm. And yes, the enemy or whatever in your mind or someone would just say something that would throw you off, mm-hmm. that you're a little brown mm-hmm. or you're maybe a little too black mm-hmm. or you know what, you're extremely pale. <laughs> so what it does, it starts to get you that maybe I'm not good enough. Yeah, I need to be something else other than what I'm born to yes. be. And we need to celebrate. You're very good at this. You celebrate the person right where they're at and guess what that gets me to do to love myself because you love me the way Uh, that i am right and so that that's where i'm at with those scriptures and i hope whoever's listening to this that god truly loves you exactly the way he created you right he's crazy about he's so he's crazy about us we just had a conversation with a grandmother that was describing the granddaughter yeah and it was it was the first time that I had met her. Right. And all she could say was the great things about her granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and I said, I know she's perfect, right? She does some things that you don't like, right? Oh, yeah. The, you know, they said, yeah. But you focused 
on sharing with me right. the great things. Celebrating. That's yeah, what that God love. does with yeah. us. The enemy mm-hmm. wants us not to do that. Mm-hmm. We want, he wants us to be down and we're not good enough and, mm-hmm. and because we don't get to fulfill the destiny that God has for us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, when we were talking about this the other night, Peter, I know we, uh, we, we were going over these scriptures that, that, uh, and we've got some more, if we have time, we're going to get into, but we also, we, we, we dove back into some writings of C.S. Lewis. And, um, I thought this was very interesting, you know, cause you were talking about loving yourself and, and, and C.S. Lewis said this about forgiveness. And I think it, it ties in with this topic. He says, but we have to forgive ourselves because otherwise as C.S. Lewis pointed out, if God's forgiven us and we refuse to forgive ourselves, it's like setting ourselves up higher, like setting ourselves as a higher tribunal than God. In other words, we're, if, if we can't accept and love what God has already done for us, we're like, we're, it's like what you're saying. It's like we're saying we're, we're like Trump. We're trying to trump God and say we're not enough. Right. We've got to we've got to. We've got to do some other things, right? Or change earn ourselves. It. We have to or earn, earn it. Yeah. We have to pay. It. We have to pay part yeah. of it. Yeah. And God loves us and he forgives us. Yes. And uh and we have to do that. And and uh I love what also C.S. Lewis said. He said that um everyone thinks forgiveness is a lovely idea until they have something to forgive and then it's really hard. And it's kind of the same thing with love and but we need to we need to accept God's love, don't and, we? Yeah, and and again, we're FCA and the heart of the athlete, but it's like anything that we need to practice. Mm-hmm. When I first started for wrestling, when they start drilling and making you run, and mm-hmm. that wasn't very—I didn't like that. Oh no, I liked the thought of being a wrestler. Right. I, I really did. Right. But the more that I practiced it, yeah, to put and it the more practice, that you, like and not that you tra- was talking about, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really change. You know, whatever, whatever the outcome is, whatever the outcome in a, in a match, but you get more comfortable with being uncomfortable, and forgiveness is the same way. Um, when he says that, that until you have to forgive, I, as a coach, I would make it a point because I knew I messed up in front of them mm-hmm. that I would ask for them for forgiveness, not say, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that will you please forgive me? And I would watch my athletes start to do that more. It's mm-hmm. an example that you have to set for other people to go, oh, that's how you do it because it is uncomfortable. Right. Um, but if we, if we, if they start to see that, as a normal, you know what, Ken? I messed up today. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. Uh, will you please forgive me? Yeah. I, I really, I, would you please forgive me? I did not mean for that. Yeah. And then, you know, yes, absolutely. And yeah. sometimes maybe they won't. But it's not about, it's not about so much them at the time. Mm-hmm. It's you being obedient and asking for forgiveness. Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big deal. That's so good. And yeah. that's with, when we don't walk in that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. We don't personally walk in that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, that passage that you read earlier at a mark, you know, of, of where the, you know, some scholars were saying that they were maybe trying to trick Jesus. Right. And, you know, he had done a, a, a great job teaching and, and he was being, you know, recognized for that. And then they said, Hey, what's the most important one here? You know, out of all the laws, all the in, in commandments mm-hmm. and, uh, and Jesus went back to that. And I, what I, I think is interesting, you know, since we're, we're talking about the context of sports yeah. and um, 
doing, you know, ministry to coaches and through coaches and athletes, you know, here we both work for SCA and, um, this passage, this very passage was, was selected over a year ago for our camp theme for the summer of 2020. And we all know what happened in the summer of 2020, everything that's gone on and, and FCA had to cancel a lot of camps and things like that. You know, there's a few that are able to keep going on, but I, I think this is, this is really key. We've, we've got to get it. And we're at a, a very unique position in the church and with us being on staff with SCA to be able to, to re, repeat these words of Jesus of what he said, you know, to love the Lord, our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And man, we could spend a lot of time talking about what all those mean mm -hmm. and then love our neighbor as ourselves. Um, I, I think, man, that that's that, that was Holy spirit divinely given, you know, to us, you know, you know, I, I'm not taking credit for it. I mean, it's obviously, you know, Jesus said it, but I just think it is almost prophetic in a, in a sense. Wouldn't you agree? Well, yes. Um, in any sport, when it goes to the next level in any sport, they always make sure to go back to the basics, mm -hmm. the yeah. fundamentals. Yeah. When, when things aren't going well, right. When, when, <laughs> if it's wrestling or football or golf or whatever, you go back to the basics, don't you? Yes. Back to the basic. And here's the basic. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, Mm -hmm. That these were the greatest commandments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, okay, for all those athletes that are out there that have really been serious about their sport, mm -hmm. for me, when I was doing wrestling, mm -hmm. I focused and I did not listen to other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. I focused on what I knew, right? I wasn't swayed. I, I literally focused. Then I would listen to the coach. Mm-hmm. And the outcomes would be amazing. They really would. It's when I got distracted and started listening to other opinions, mm -hmm. I ended up having too many chefs in the kitchen. Right, right. And th that's why that term, there's too many chefs in the kitchen, it's not going to work. It's distracting. Yes. Super distracting. Yes. So we need to go back through all of this. And whoever, whoever's listening, I, I, I pray that you would just go and you read that. The Bible says that he's no respecters of persons. Mm -hmm. So meaning that you will get a revelation and that you will be freed and you will understand that he loves you so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He loves you so much. Then it goes back to another scripture that we're going to go to. Yeah. The second Corinthians three seventeen. Yeah. Do you want to go to that right now? Yeah. Because it says the Lord is the spirit. Mm-hmm. And you're so focused on him that the spirit of the Lord comes upon you. It says the Lord is his spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's there is freedom. freedom. Yeah. Yeah. There's freedom. Freedom. Yeah. Freedom from whatever you are going through right now. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm enough. There's freedom there. I'm ashamed of my past. There's freedom there. I'm addicted to something. There's freedom there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the way that this will happen is those that get this will go out and love on people and celebrate them for who God created them to be, mm -hmm. not try to change them in who we think they should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come on. That's, yeah, that's awesome. 
That's awesome. You know, I, I heard a quote recently uh, that fits to that. And uh, in terms of this freedom and this love that would, that, uh, that Jesus was talking about um, loving our neighbor as ourselves. And uh, you know, and so many times, right. In relationships, we hold, we hold grudges or we, we, we hold little and then you have a little vendettas and there's like maybe a revenge that we want to have or whatever. And I love this quote because it talks about what you're talking about there. And it says that the first to apologize is the bravest. Mm -hmm. The first to forgive is the strongest. And the first to forget is the happiest. And I know the only way we can forget and forgive is through Christ's love and that horizontal love of giving God, receiving God's love and giving it away, receiving God's love and giving it away. And, and, and that's really, when you talk about forgetting to be, I mean, it's, there's freedom in that exactly what you're talking about. And the only way to do that, we can't just muster that up. No, we have to get it from the Lord. Yes. We've tried. I, I know that I've tried. So yeah, it's a forgiveness and love. We can't just fake it. Yeah. We've got to get it from the Lord first. So, and that's where that freedom that you're talking about is. It comes from Jesus. It comes from the Holy Spirit. Yes. So um, that's wonderful. Well, hey, we've got a few more minutes. Uh, I, I know we've got uh, another passage. There's another passage you wanted to share that about this. I, I, I actually, well, I wasn't sure if we were, did we already go over Matthew 3.17? Oh, yes. we Matthew 3.17. It's the same, yeah. It's the same passage, right? It's, okay. It's so, so what? What I wanted to share was, I was reading where Jesus got into the boat with the disciples mm-hmm. through the storm, mm-hmm. through the storm, and remember, Jesus was extremely intentional with what he did mm-hmm. because the Father led him, and that he would, he knew that the storm would appear. Mm-hmm. And that he took his disciples through the storm to get to the guy on the other side mm-hmm. that was demon possessed. Yeah. yeah. And so what God revealed to me, and this this came and this is a, a bonus side to what we're talking about. But God loves us so much that mm-hmm. He will go through the storm mm-hmm. to get to us to calm our storm mm-hmm. in our life. Mm-hmm. And the demon-possessed guy, he was legion. He had so many demons in him, mm-hmm. which made him that they no one wanted to be around him. He would do the worst things of the worst. But Jesus goes, I'm coming after you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to set you free. Mm-hmm. And if people would, if we would get your own revelation, again, you guys, this is not our opinion. This is mm-hmm. just the word of God. Right. But God will reveal to you yeah. what you need. Mm-hmm. And he will do that so that we would be set free mm-hmm. from the things that hinder us. Yeah. And what happened was le- with Legion is he wanted to go with Jesus, but Jesus set him off mm-hmm. to share, look what I have done. Right. And that's what he wants to do with a lot mm-hmm. of us. But people want to put us in chains. They want to put us far from of the things that we have done and just kind of cast us right, aside and tell us that we we're not doing it right. And yes. And uh, yeah, exactly. And I, I, I'm reminded of that passage. First John, uh, two, six, where, where, um, John's writes, whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. And it goes back to that Mark 12. And, uh, um, it, uh, we need to operate in, in, 
in that knowledge of that love and we need to show it to others. Yes. But you can't give what you don't have. Right. Yeah. It's like a sponge. When you get squeezed, what comes out and, and you've got to be able to, you got to be able to absorb it in. You got to receive his love and forgiveness and, and be able to give it away. You love well, Ken, you do. And you um, do too, Pete. Jonathan Rainey mm-hmm. loves me very well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's men in my life, Scott Razor, who loves, they mm-hmm. love me just the way that I am. Mm-hmm. And I've had, we all have, and I've been guilty of it too. We all try to change what we think other people should be. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm done. I just want to love you <laughs> and celebrate you. Yeah. That's all I want to do. Uh, amen. Well, Peter, this has been great, man. Time has flown by and uh, amazing. But, you know, I, I love these passages that we went to today. And to, like you said, get back to the basics. And um, so. And what were those scriptures? Can we go over those again? That was. Yeah, real quickly here, we, we talked about Mark 12, Mark 12, 29 through 31. 29 through 31. We had 1 John 2, 6, and then... We had Genesis 1, 27, and 2 Corinthians 3, 17. Yeah, amen. Well, this has been great, Peter. And I, um, I know that, um, speaking of getting back to the basics, um, we have an event coming up over at the Parma Motor View. It's on Sunday night. Uh, the 18th of October, it's fields of faith and we're actually doing it an outdoor movie theater, Ryan seals and the staff over there and his board the, and the, the, the coaches and huddles over there are inviting all of us to show up at the outdoor movie theater and fields of faith is an opportunity to get back to the basics. And that is getting back into reading the word of God and, uh, applying it to our lives and being able to then, uh, burn our idols get rid of the stuff that that is contrary to to the word of god in our life and it really goes back to king josiah and uh when they discovered uh the book of the law and in the temple they started cleaning out the temple so they cleaned the temple they started taking that word and reading it every day and and king josiah was just 16 years old at the time and then uh it changed the whole country of judah by the time he was 26 and, uh, but just by simply reading the word of God and going back to the basics, like you said. Amen. And, uh, so anyway, if you want more information about that, you can get that, go to fcidaho.org, um, about fields of faith on October 18th at 7 PM over at Palmer Motor View. So, well, Peter, thanks so much for being on the air today. It's been great to have you on heart of the athlete. Hey, follow so, us thanks. on FCA wrestling Pacific Northwest. Oh, on that's Instagram. right. You bet. FCA wrestling Pacific Northwest. God bless. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. You're